listening to Enjoy an Album, the podcast where two comedians listen to the top 500 greatest albums of all time. Hello. Thanks so much for downloading this week's episode of the most successful podcast in the United Kingdom, winner of Best Podcast at the British Podcast Awards um, for the last uh, four years. Four um, years in a row. We just hit um, 7,000 Patreons, so thank you so much. And uh, this I didn't even a- notice that saying, hey, well, it's going though. I didn't even notice how many we got. I, don't, I mean, I don't actually get, someone told me. My butler told me. My butt told me. Because <laughs> you're talking out your ass. <laughs> Welcome back to Enjoy an Album with Chris McCarthy Boyd and Liam Whiffnell. Not supposed to say this bit because Liam's pre-recorded voice has already said that bit. But I like saying it. It's fine. Uh, we are in my flat once again. This is the only the third in-person um, <laughs> episode that we've recorded of the 34. We, 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 tend to, we tend to keep it on Zoom. My laptop committed suicide. Um, so uh, I, I think that really you just want to come here to hang out with my dog. Every time I come here because the train costs money, Liam buys me arancini bowls. That's true also. Um, Describe the ingredients. Arancini. Pork. Well, it's, it is, it's basically like risotto. It's basically deep fried risotto. But it's got pork, peas, and a ragu sauce. Mozzarella. Mozzarella. Yeah. Um, so we had some... <sighs> These are powerful. Arancini. Arancini. I call them chini chinis. Teeny chinis. Even though they're actually pretty medium sized. Teeny chini yellow bikini. I phone up late when I go, I'm at Haymarket. Phone up those teeny chinis. See, getting off a of Haymarket is like a euphemism. Is it really? You never heard that? Oh, he gets off a haymarket. Um, getting off a haymarket is a euphemism for the withdrawal method. <laughs> That's quite funny. Yeah. And Glasgow, you go, well, you got to get off a high street. Yeah, because, no, uh, uh, and there was a very funny situation once where on 4th One Radio, <laughs> um, someone managed to, like, trick the hosts into saying, apparently you got off a haymarket. And then loads of people texted in and said, ah, they did a joke about not coming. That's uh, funny. And they had to apologise on air about it. Oh my god, I can't believe we got tricked. <laughs> Welcome to Fourth One Radio. <laughs> Try not to trick your host too often. <laughs> I've got a lot of friends who radio hosts, by the way. Hi, welcome to Enjoy an Album, the radio show. <laughs> Coming up, we're going to be playing Maxwell, as well as uh, <laughs> many other soul singers. Coming up, Daniel Bettyfield in the playlist. Coming up shortly. We're putting out a poll on our Twitter. Go over to our Twitter and vote in the poll, and you can win a weekend in Skegness. Here's a quiz. Is Maxwell a person or a concept? If you guess correctly, you will win £5,000 to drive through. I would absolutely love to do radio. What a fucking sweet job. Uh, try we we do radio. This is what we no, do. And I tried out for Heart FM. Did well, not work was out. it not Shart FM? Oh, yeah, shout myself. <laughs> I was so nervous and I had a big coffee before it, I shout myself. Oh, should I not have said that? Nah. <laughs> fucking it's literally FM. water under the bridge uh, <laughs> with regards to how bad the UK's water <laughs> is just under now. Under the bridge downtown. I literally shat my pants Had a radio audition I did not get the job uh, What I sang in this week Because uh, 
We're having a great time together. Yeah, we decided to enjoy the singing where we didn't enjoy other singing. Um, so uh, it's a good week. It's uh, good fun. Uh, you know, there's a different vibe when we're both in the studio. There's a little bit more sort of messing, around, goofing around, and it's nighttime as well. So this is the first. Yeah, uh, this is enjoy an album after dark. This is white autumn nights. Hundo P. Yeah. Uh, so it, things get a little bit sexy. Things get a little Maybe bit. That's why. Yeah, saucy. yeah. Usually we do this in the afternoon and. You know, we're all, well, I don't have a cock. You know? This is the end of the day vibes. It's nighttime. Um, at the end of the day, you're another day older. Friends is on Channel 4. Um, just listing different facts now um, about Match of the Days on <laughs> BBC One. I used to get so scared. Of Match of the Day? No. <laughs> when Scream was in the pictures. They would do the adverts for it yeah. after 8pm. And I'd be watching the Ellen sitcom. Hmm. And I'd have to say to my mum, I need to go to bed because the Scream advert came on. See, the thing is, I had that reaction to the Ellen sitcom. <laughs> and I was right. You're like, Why is Jeremy Piven got such a big role in this? Eh. Um, so thanks as ever to Eddie Ting for um, his sick job. Editing. Who's got an even harder job when we do it in person because I don't know how to separate our two microphones into a stereo track. So um, he's yeah. This, we've, when when we meet and when we do the podcast in P, um, it actually makes it uh, lower quality, which is the opposite of every other podcast on the planet. Yep, it's worse. Um, but, but I'm going to get a laptop soon. Good good stuff. Hopefully um, by the time Liam gets back from. Wherever he's going. Wherever I'm going. Uh, right, uh, enjoy the app and uh, get us on Twitter, all that jazz. You know the shit, man. And we'll we'll catch you on the flip. Tell your friends. Tell your enemies. Yeah, tell people you don't know. Go up to people in the street and go push them. Cop is on. Go up and <laughs> tell Joe Biden's staff. Oh, Condoleezza Rice. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. Is she... Are you dead, chicken? <laughs> If not, check out this great podcast. <laughs> that was your first fucking political go-to. Condoleezza Rice. Hey, Jacques Chirac. Oh, Colin Powell. <laughs> you did? No wonder if you listen to the first uh, 33 episodes of Enjoy It. I would probably laugh yourself to death with the great quality banter that the boys provide. And there is a great quality banter that and the, the boys do provide this week. Enjoy the episode. Bye. It was Rolling Stone magazine's introduction to Maxwell's Black Summer Nights. Maxwell was a successful 90s neo-soul crooner who went on an eight-year hiatus between 2001's Now and this 2009 release. Black Summer's Night betrays no anxiety about the time off. In fact, it ranks among the great comeback records. Maxwell sang about post-breakup desperation as he navigated plush, complicated grooves with jazz players like Keon Harold and Derek Hodge giving his arrangements extra zip. The album's ecstatic triumph is Pretty Wings, a keening, chiming lullaby. I'll tell you what. I didn't read that bloop, but see when I was listening to those 
uh, Funky Rhythms, mm. I was like, this is classic Derek Hodge. Hodge all over it. <laughs> this is classic Hodge. Oh my god, what's that? They think you should, I think you should leave sketch with the jazz guy, and everyone says I'm him. Nice. Yeah. Oh no, I thought you were talking about the fast show jazz guy. No, no, no. Uh, I think you should leave guy who yeah, keeps the, naming the bebop. The, the, the Colgate hour. Yeah, the Colgate yeah. comedy hour. Everyone, everyone keeps. I like so, sometimes I post music recommendations, and people just post a picture of him in reply to me. You're not, you're not that type of hipster. Yeah, I don't think so either. But uh, to that's the bloody normies, yeah. that's how yeah. they are. They think we're all the same. They think yeah. all hipsters are the same, as if there isn't the very clear delineation between greasy fried hipster and quinoa vegan hipster. Yep. And um, which one are we? I'm a fried boy. Right. Okay. Mate, you are as well. Yeah. 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 You're I not am. a real quinoa head. Absolutely not. No. Um, no disrespect to the quinoa heads out there. So this album is called Black Summer Black Summer's Black Night. Summer's Night. It's called Black <laughs> Summer's Night, not Black Summer's Night, which is very confusing. If you're on I, uh, Apple Music or Spotify, you look up Maxwell. You spend fucking two hours listening to Black Summer's Night. The so yeah, the trilogy. there's there's two albums with the same title, but they've got different bit capitalized. So the first one of the trilogy is the capitals are bl- the word black, black summer's night. Mm-hmm. And the second of the trilogy is black capital letters, summer's night. And that is going to be in the near future, potentially black summer's night. I just think what a oh, stupid, so stupid. <laughs> like to the point where like it's like, you see when Prince changed his name to a symbol? That was that was a good reason, though. What was the reason? Is it he felt enslaved by his record company? Okay, right, that's so he was cool. getting back at them by being like unmarketable. Okay, yeah, no, I understand. It's like, but it's stuff like this is like you've made it harder. He's described the three albums thusly in the trilogy. He said the first one is a cloud with a silver lining. Mm-hmm. The second one, which is out now, uh, is futuristic gospel, and then he said that the third. The night album is going to be just absolute slow fuck jams. Oh, really? He didn't say fuck, I put that in there, but he said slow jams. Well, yeah, so let's get it. I mean, it's Neo Soul. So we've had a bit of Neo Soul before with Boys to Men. Mm-hmm. Um, one of our favourites. One of your favourites. One of our favourites. One of your favourites. One of our favourites, baby. <laughs> thank um, you and thank you. I'm going to speak in soul, Neil Soul, for the rest of the episode. I'll tell you what, right? I was uh, listening to this in the kitchen today while my girlfriend I'm was at so work. I'm so horny in the kitchen whilst my girlfriend is at work. And she was like, why are you listening to uh, boy band music? And I was like, what are you talking about? This boy band, this is Neil Soul. She was like, wait, 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 wait. She was at work? Uh-huh. How's she talking to you? She wasn't in a meeting at that point. Oh, she was working, not at work. Yeah. No, I she understand. was at work. She's working for She works from home. Right, okay, I see. Uh, and she, and then I went, oh yeah, it does sound a lot like boys. It sounds like boys to men if they had a, a pair of pubes on their body. Yeah, no, you can see the um, a pair of pubes. <laughs> <laughs> An indication of how many pubes Chris believes Everybody it takes to has be a man. <laughs> Everybody has two pubes. It's like, a, you know, in a cartoon when a baby has like two wisps of hair on its head. Yep, that's your balls. That's my balls, baby. Um... Yeah, no, it's very, it, like the, it, it's Boys to Men, but it's not as, Boys to Men, I feel like it's a little bit more fun. Yes. Those guys are having a laugh. Mm-hmm. Take a laugh, have Even when they're singing, covering Yesterday by the Beatles. 
Yesterday, yeah, 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 you're my troubles with the man far away. Big foghorn boy comes in. Absolutely. And you can imagine them like going, oh, cut, this is silly. Guys, we are just wearing matching jackets being silly. Whereas Maxwell. Um, Out on his own, like a Toblerone, this boy. Yeah, he's he's a one he's a one man band, and uh, I mean apart from uh, Keaton Harrod and Derek Hodge, um, whose names I hadn't read until I read that blurb. Vintage Hodge. Uh, <laughs> Some of the Barbary big Brothers Margaret Brothers. Hodge, the um, the MP for Dagenham. Uh, <laughs> Come on, there's niche and there's niche. Yeah, okay. Um, yeah, uh, I just think it's a terrible title to start with. The, the fact he's got two albums with the same titles, technically, is stupid. Black Summer's Night, I also don't know what it means. It's when the summer night is so perfect, the sky up above is black like velvet. You never had one of those nights? One of those black summer's nights? <sighs> you missed out. Is it supposed to be like Midsummer Nights? Black Summer's Night. Yeah, but is that what it's a, a, a play on? Maybe. I doubt it. Because it's poor. That's the only... <laughs> Midsummer Nights, Black. Like, they don't sound similar, yeah. and he's so convinced it's good. He's named two albums it with different three. capitals. Gonna be three. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if you can pick up on what I'm putting down already, but I wasn't I'm not blown away by this guy. Had you ever heard the Maxwell before this week? No. When I read the I read the blurb before the album title somehow, and it was like the noughties, um the Naughties return of a 90s neo soul legend. I was like, oh, it's going to be the D'Angelo album because that was a big thing. Mm-hmm. Same same deal. Uh, a, a, a soul guy quit for 10 years and came back. People were like, oh, this return. But then I was like, Max, never heard of this guy. Then I said to my good friend Stephen Buchanan, mm-hmm. who is a, a host he's, of... He's a comedian, right? He's a stand-up comedian. He yeah, hosts yeah. a podcast uh, <laughs> called What Is The Script? And... Um, <laughs> And he, what is the script? <laughs> Who's the script? What is? Whose script is it anyway? Yeah. <laughs> um, and he was saying that uh, he heard of him because he loves black music. Music of black origin. Mm-hmm. He's a big mobo head. I thought he was more into hip hop rather than I didn't know he was uh, into neo soul croonery, neo soul and like R and B and like he likes a smooth jam. So neo soul, we pro- we probably did discuss a bit about this on the um, Boys to Men, but let's just do a quick um, surface. Uh, you know explanation neo soul is kind of like if if soul is marvin gay then it's like uh soul with a bit of 90s flair thrown in i believe in. it started in the 80s or early 90s with sade right she was like the first person i was listening to neo soul Why she's so sad hey man cheer up listen to this album <laughs> uh nah joking she didn't go forward in time and listen to this album it was a good album but uh lauren hill is neo soul man yeah. and, and also she had a big um hiatus as well i mean she's basically she just did the miseducation of lauren hill and, and the fujis and 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 then went on oh, no, i want so there's something about neo soul artists going you know what when you're making this many people have sex there's only you so have so much power and mm-hmm. that drains you you need to save some of that jam for yourself, to quote uh, Mick Jagger. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to be running out of jam. Are you a fan of Lauren Hill? I'm looking forward to her, because she's coming up on this list, and I can't wait, because I've never listened to The Miseducation. Never listened to The Fugees, either. And that's coming up. But, uh, but you must know The Fugees. Fugees are huge. You get a couple of hits. Oh, 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 oh. Caught up in the bedroom, man. <laughs> Don't do that. 
That's what you sang there. Oh, I actually looked up tickets to see the Fuji today because they're doing a reunion tour. Yeah, the wrestler called Big E, who's the first ever wrestler to. First ever uh, wrestler. First, he's the first ever wrestler. Who did he have to fight? <laughs> <laughs> he's the first ever black champion who beat a black champion to become champion. Right. And he had a singlet designed that's the Fuji's logo. I was looking up tickets to see them and they were £160 in London. And I'm like. And Lauren Hill's going to be like two hours late, 100%. Yeah, did you see Adele's ticket prices? I wasn't looking, funnily enough. It, it was like a thing. People were posting, <laughs> like, because the cheapest um, tickets to see Adele was like £90. Uh-huh. 90 like... for the nosebleeds? Should be 25 for the nosebleeds. And it's at, that's a, it's in Hyde Park. Oh, there's not even... Is that good seats? Or is that just a park? There'd be no seats. It's just a park? You'd be stood at the back oh, for £90. Next to the hot dog stand. Well, that'd be good. Yeah, Unless you need the food. Yeah. I just kind of go over that. We've brought it up before about that picture that Adele at the Notting Hill Carnival. With the dreads. Dreads and the big Jamaica flag uh, uh, bra and stuff. And you're just yeah. like, yeah, you can't be doing that, man. <laughs> see that post, that, see that advert that's gets post. See that advert that's came out and it's like, is it okay to say mandem? Things you can Google. She should have Googled, is it okay to have. Is it okay to say mandem? Depends on the company. Can me and you say mandem no. too? Oh, no. <laughs> I've never what if said I'm saying, never will. What if I'm saying, man, them tracks on this album are good. Is that something you'd say this week? Mm, well, well, we'll get to that. We Tell will get me to that. about Maxwell. Your job is to <sighs> lean into these people's to lives. Rake the mud. Okay, so here's the thing. Secret Pasho, secret, secret Pasho. You're doing faster than it feels like national. No secret posture this week, okay? Oh. Gerald Maxwell Riviera. Um, his mum is from Haiti. His dad is from Puerto Rico. Um, wow. He's, and he was brought up in Brooklyn. Um, but the thing with Maxwell is is that he's a recluse. He's a very private person. That's why he used his middle name as his pop star name uh-huh. um, to, to you know maintain family privacy. So that means that my job... This week, yeah, was pretty difficult. Sure, because there was nothing. There was so little information about this guy. Yeah, which normally when they get an artist who's like, oh wow, they're mysterious, mysterious. You hear rumors about them, but then this guy, everything you do find out, you're like, he's actually quite dull. Yeah, he's just like a normal dude. Yes, his dad died in a plane crash. That's quite interesting. Oh, cool. But like, I couldn't find any other information about that. I couldn't. I didn't. I couldn't find out when, where. That supposedly happened. Why? Absolutely. Hijackers, probably. Well, yeah. Early 90s. (laughs) A lot of stuff going on back then. Yeah. A lot of stuff. (laughs) I don't remember. Um, (laughs) Trust me. So, yeah. um, I mean, I I found that he was given a Casio keyboard when he was 17 and started composing what was then known as Jerry Curl's Soul. Oh, wow. um, Which was like a precursor to Neo Soul. Jerry um, Curl, that's one of those hairstyles you can get in Grand Theft Auto San Andreas. Right, okay. It was like a prince. Yeah. I think the idea is is that it's a way of like relaxing um, like your hair without yeah. it being... Because like, they have hair relaxer, I uh-huh. think. is Whereas this is like a different way of doing it, which is... Less... Uh, I think it's quite sore sometimes, getting your hair relaxed. Yeah. So it's a less sore and it's like... Um, it's associated with these kind of like romantic young 
black men in the sort of like late 80s, early 90s. This like guy Prince. is the king. Well, I guess Prince is the king of romantic black men. Have I spoken here before about when I saw Prince? 100%. Okay. James Brown opened for him? That was Red Hot no, Chili that was Red Hot Chili Peppers. Yeah, I think you spoke about Prince. Right. Well, I'll just very quickly just repeat yeah, it in, sure. case, in case not, I haven't. But um, I took an incredibly strong MDMA tablet before. Yes, you did tell the story. Uh, <laughs> well, I don't remember. Oh, yeah. And now he, then he died. He did two and a half hours. I nearly shat myself and then I went back to the tent. Shit. Sure. No, no. Um, Hop Farm Festival, which is a festival I've not heard of since. Yeah, I can't imagine Prince would be up for that. How did they get Prince? How did you get Prince for a festival? You know, I had... It was his only UK gig that year and probably his last UK get, UK date, I would imagine. Um, and Morrissey played and Leonard Cohen played. It was, a, it was a dad. It was total... It was dads everywhere. Yeah. You couldn't move for dads. So it was like B&Q. Yeah, it was like a big B&Q. Imagine Prince was in B&Q. <laughs> what kind of door handles would he get, man? Fucking shaped like a cock or something, probably. Purple frame. Purple frame. Come on, in the short time I had to come up with something that was as good as it was getting. Oh my god, this water feature is only $19.99. Okay, no, no, that's good too. That's good. I will 100% let you have that. (laughs) Wasn't quick enough, really. I was like, good. Um, Maxwell had his, um, he did an open mic sort of R&B scene for a few years, um, which. How much? Dick was getting slung around David Giggs, man. <laughs> what do you mean? Like do you think? That? Do you think it's like the open mic comedy scene, the open mic R and B scene? Probably less bitchy. Do you think they have bringer gigs? You need, you need bringer. You need to bring an audience member, and then you can play. You still, you get five minutes to play a uh, <laughs> play a song. A lot of very derivative stuff. Uh, this guy's just ripping off. Uh, uh, Michael Bevins man. <laughs> oh my god this guy he's using an old Derek Hodge bit <laughs> oh no <laughs> absolute Hodgehead I hate it when you do that um, I it... have a little quiz a return of the quiz this week right okay yes uh, sometimes when the artist is very exciting I don't feel the need to play one also I feel like Liam was getting a little bit sick of certain elements of the quiz you know and it's nice so I've got a thing because I was finding it very difficult to research Maxwell uh, over the course of the last week and a lot of times I would search for Maxwell interview and it would come up Ghislaine Maxwell yeah that was a problem yeah especially and that came up when I was looking for plane details of his dad's crash as well yeah Ma- Maxwell plane and it's just pictures of Jeffrey Epstein and Bill Clinton on a fucking Air Force One uh-huh. so, and I'm like this is very interesting and I'm into this but <laughs> it's not useful for this podcast this yeah. is not true and on well maybe it will be because I don't know if you remember, uh, what was the name of that cowboy, Lassie, who liked guns? Um, Miranda Lambert. Miranda Lambert or Ayn Rand was the game that week. This week, it's who said it? Maxwell or Ghislaine Maxwell? <laughs> <laughs> okay, good. This I'm going to give you a quotation and you have a 50% chance of guessing it correctly. Mm-hmm. Is it the well, singer so, no, hang Maxwell? On. Now, hang on. You saying I have a 50% chance of guessing it correctly indicates that you believe my only hope of getting this right is blind luck and that you don't think there's any deduction or reasoning could go on here whatsoever. Don't make me find the quiz where it was about... <laughs> what was the name of that quiz where it was like um, 
What singer's name was the title of a song by this Dread, Dreadful. The worst <laughs> quiz. I think that, I think that's what we had a break after yeah, that. Yeah. <laughs> so this one's a lot simpler. I've got the quotes here. They're in completely random order. Uh, so if I'm flicking back and forth, don't have a hint about that. Mm-hmm. Okay, number one. Was this the singer Maxwell or shamed socialite Ghislaine Maxwell? Okay. A very small part of my job was from time to time to find adult professional massage therapists for Jeffrey. <laughs> <laughs> was that Maxwell or Ghislaine Maxwell? It, that was Ghislaine Maxwell. Ding! Correct. She's in prison, isn't she? She, and apparently she's having a hell of a time. That's <laughs> <laughs> what her brother's been saying in the newspapers. <laughs> She's not enjoying it. Is she it. having it tough? Is she not? Oh. Yeah. She's not getting on with people. Mm-hmm. And it smells. Yeah. Toilet's backed up, I think. And during COVID, I mean, jeez, we were all in bloody jail. <laughs> anyway, question number two. Who said this? I'm pretty sensitive. My feelings get hurt a lot easier than people think, but I try to take it with a grain of salt. Um, now, you know, that that's one that could actually be either, genuinely. Yeah. Um, I think there'll be a lot of that. I'm going to go, I reckon that was Maxwell. Correct. Two out of seven. It's always seven. Is it? Yep. Seven. It's always seven, which I've always said is too much, but we've uh-huh. returned. We've brought that back the feature with no improvement. <laughs> okay. Question number three. People are scared to be vulnerable and surrender themselves to someone else. And that's really part of loving someone. Mm. Was that Maxwell or Ghislaine Maxwell? I'd say that's Maxwell. Correct. I'm on fire. You're crushing this. Absolutely. I'm an expert in both Maxwell and Ghislaine Maxwell. Mm. Okay, who said this? This is a new feeling for me to be there. I do think it is hard to sit through it. It is painful. It's good, too. It's healing. Oh, see, up in, about halfway through, I thought it was Ghislaine maybe talking about the, the trial of Jeffrey Epstein, but mm-hmm. but now I'm like... It's healing? Healing? She's not healed, but yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I, I'll go, I'll go Maxwell. Uh, wow, that was sorry. Ghislaine. I led you down a path. She is healing. She's healing in that bloody Jew. Okay, what about this? Good for her. Se- Self care. Mm-hmm. Question number five: Who said this, Maxwell or Ghislaine? Maxwell. One day I'll get married and have kids, but it has never been my focus. My focus is my business. Um, I, I reckon. Maxwell. Uh, also Ghislaine. That was Ghislaine They've again. got a lot in common, Ghislaine, Maxwell and, and Maxwell. Wait till you hear this. Seriously? I am a setup. I'm just like rose petals. I'm like incense. I'm a background thing for you when you do your thing with your lady. I'm a friend. Only assisting you in your love machinations. So have no fear of me, people. You said that. Wow, because it could be really, could be either of them. It's a lot like when you think about it, you know, Miranda Lambert was a little bit of an objectivist. Yeah, yeah. So, like, because he, that well, whoever said that is saying, you know, I'm just background, which is either a reference to Maxwell's slow fuck jams mm-hmm. or Ghislaine's, um, you know. Day-to-day dealings as a, a sister to a sex criminal. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go Maxwell. Correct. Ding! Yes. All right. How many you got right? Seven. Okay. You've won. No, it's like the last one. 
I've had to live by night and sleep by day to avoid the reptiles. That's that's Ghislaine. That's Ghislaine, yeah. She was sleeping. She was avo- I don't think the reptiles were her biggest problem. Well, yeah, no, you're right. It was definitely um, the sexual... FBI? Yeah. <laughs> it's not a bunch of snakes in there. It's a bunch of men with guns. Well, I don't know. Well, if you're well, listening you some of that man in show. Ah, Billy Bongo. Um, I did the bongo. I did, did the bongo. It's not Billy Bongo. Hear me when I go, baby. Billy Bongo sounds oh, like oh. A, a northern comedian from the 80s. <laughs> you mean in that blockbuster video? I don't think so. <laughs> Coming up next, it's Billy Bongo. Oh, bloody hell. <laughs> I'll tell you, I've just, I've just, been, just been out of the voting booth. Thatcher. Is an option because it's the eighties. Uh, Not very, you know, a lot of the political stuff, and it wasn't very incisive. It was more just here's what's going on. Mm-hmm. Um, so thank you very much for the quiz. No worries. Um, always good to get some Jeffrey Epstein chat. Into what do you think happened there? Is it, what, what, what do I think happened to Jeffrey Epstein? Yeah, I, I believe he was murdered. You're lucky you live in Edinburgh. You see, if we were recording this in Glasgow during COP. I would end up with a bullet in my brain for daring to say that. Listen. When Biden's around the corner. All those murderous fucks are in COP at the moment, okay? And I'll I'm, I'll, I'll, I'll say it. Yeah? I'll say it. I can't. They are... Listen. I love 20 minutes for where Joe Biden's sleeping. Hashtag Pizzagate. <laughs> this is a Pizzagate podcast. Uh, that is the conspiracy theory that Jeffrey Jefferson Airplane... Was started in a pizza restaurant. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, Jefferson Epstein. How did you How did you come at this record? Wait, wait, wait! And I've got some more oh, um, got some fun more facts, facts about um, about his journey um, that will just fill in some gaps. Um, so he had his first gig at Maxwell at Nell's. Have you ever heard of Nell's? No, really. Quite like a important New York nightclub. Oh, oh, yeah, I think maybe, maybe, maybe I'm talking shit. But... Um, Run DMC would often DJ there. Oh. Um, like Andy Warhol's last public appearance before his death was there. Before was like he a... was killed by none Bill other than... Clinton. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it was, if you can see now, uh, in uh, Notorious B.I.G.'s video for Big Popper. Um, and so that was his first gig. So when they're like, I don't know, it's kind of weird because they're like, oh, he came up on the open mic scene, but then his first official life gig was at this infamous celebrity hangout. Yeah. I'm kind of like, I don't know. I feel like there's a step been missed in his story. Yeah. He's got contacts. 100%. No secret posho. Hey, no secret posho. Because his dad could afford the flight, you don't think he was poor? You think he was posh? Well, I, I just, I just figure he had some fucking sweet connects, man. Like with the airline company. No, I mean with the, oh, n- with night the club. music industry. <laughs> I don't think he had his dad killed in an air, air. Because also he was three when his dad died in the flight, <laughs> which would be in- incredible if he had anything to do with that. That wasn't a laugh or a snort there, by the way. By me, that was what was it? A tear running down my eyes, and I had to suck it back up. <laughs> you sucked it back up with your eyes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do you know in Big Daddy when the wee boy spits and he sucks it back up? You I can, can do, do that with, with your my tears. tears, yeah. Wow. It's uh, pretty good. My cheeks get pretty dry sometimes, though. From the, the water rising Salty up, water yeah. isn't good for your skin. 
Um, so his big first album was called uh, Maxwell's Urban Hang Suite. I listened to you about that. that. I mean, that this is the that was his big break, and this was like the height of neo soul. And this is like him, D'Angelo, Lauren Hill, um, kind of surfing a bit on the kind of an alternative to mainstream a boys to men success. Um, and so it's kind of seen as a bit alternative, and he did incredibly well. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was yeah kicking ass with that. Um, again, I think it's a fucking terrible title. No, that's cool. Maxwell's Urban Hang Suite. I st- I wanted to do a podcast called uh, Christopher MacArthur Boy's Ultimo Hang Sesh, and people kept saying that's a terrible idea. So the fact that he's been vindicated, Urban Hang Suite. That's cool. His second album was called Embrya. Is, have you have you read the track listing for that? No. Every song has two titles. Oh. Super pretentious. It's like yeah. Exogenesis, Love Says Tonight or whatever. Everyone's yeah. like that. There's, I mean, we're, look, Bonifer's coming up soon and he does a lot of shit like this and we're going to get into that. I, I actually do quite like Bonifer. I know you don't. Um, a, a third album is called Now. Yeah. Terrible. No, that's what I call Maxwell. Now, on Now, there is an amazing cover of um Kate Bush's song uh this woman's work you know the <laughs> that one God in a bad romance <laughs> 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 I'm pretty sure it was you it where does it go on for that is it in a domestic abuse uh, yeah advert? yes 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 that's yes, a good yes. song I like that song I would always say my granddad when we were watching Tom and Jerry and that would come on I go what's that song yeah, doesn't know. No, yeah, it was. It was. I think it was NSPCC. It was used. <laughs> but it's an amazing Kate Bush song. It's beautiful. Do you know um, another good song for domestic abuse advert? Go on. No one knows what goes on behind closed doors. No one knows what. Um, and Maxwell's cover of it is actually really amazing and he did uh, an MTV Unplugged after his first album and he covered it there. I was going to say because you think about people who've done MTV Unplugged and they all have a kind of cultural cachet and it makes me wonder this is ultra successful is it a combination of being big in America not being big here plus that kind of thing of uh, the the blamous idea the idea of being black famous for a lot of people in america and britain who are famous to black people every everybody knows them yeah. but white people are just like huh? yeah i wonder but I, also i wonder if i mean british black music is uh, slightly is different you know yeah. what i mean and, and we've spoken before about sort of, and, Graham and, stuff. and bashment and all that uh, you know from from a different area um so i don't know if the neo soul thing really happened here in the same way um, maybe we'll get some messages saying, uh, you Are you dumb? Yes. Yeah. Don't even send the message, we know. I wonder if Craig David was influenced by Maxwell. <laughs> I think he's better. Uh, he's more fun. Daniel Beringfield. Mm-hmm. Now he... I gotta get through this. I gotta get through this. I gotta get gotta get gotta make it through. To me, that's plastic soul. I don't know if you've realised that because we could find so little information about this dweeb that we've decided to fill the episode with lots of singing. Uh, and I just like it. 
And an assist of Natasha as well. What was that other one he had? The pure sad one? I don't want to run away, but no, I can't help it. it. I don't understand. <laughs> if I'm not made for you, then why does my heart tell me that I am? Note. Is there any way that I can stay in your arms? Because I miss you. Can we cut our losses? And just talk about Daniel Bailey for the <laughs> Natasha too, man. She's cool. Right, let's get another syllable. <laughs> okay. Um, look, here's the thing. After this album, he toured um, with an 11-piece band. Mm-hmm. And I do think that would be that would be class. Because the um, arrangements on mm-hmm. this album are incredibly cool. Great. The, Hodge, the, Derek Hodge was on the bottle. Classic Hodge. He's the hedge Hodge. <laughs> and so I feel like it's. I've probably given off too negative a vibe about this album. Yeah, maybe. And me too. I, I'm just trying. I try to make you like me, but uh, <laughs> no, I liked it. I could do. It's um. There's there's. It's. Uh, it's a little beige. That's it. It's a little. It's a little bit on the. John Mayer territory. I was going to say that. In that it is... Uh, ob- he's the black John Mayer. He's objectively very good at what he does. Sure. But it's just a bit... Mm, I'm just not very grabbed by really anything that's that's going on. No. There's, a, there's a couple of songs that I'm like, oh, yeah. And, and there's some... Some of the, the musicians are doing an incredible job. And his voice is amazing. Yeah. He's got everything. Yeah. But it just doesn't... See the, f- you know, this is his big comeback after like nearly ten years off, and you're like, oh. and he, I, I read an interview with him where he was like, mm, well, I thought that a wreck war was going on, people were fighting, killing each other. I just thought there's no need for me to have a good time on the stereo, you know? Wow. <laughs> no, but you know, he was like, what's the point of singing about shagging when you know? IEDs are exploding. And... This is literally a joke from like a fucking in the loop when the they break up and it, 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 the Ollie cheats on his fucking girlfriend and she's like, "What? Why'd you do that?" And he's like, "Oh, well, you know the the Iraq War." That's li- that, and and he's done this in real life. I couldn't write music because the Iraq War. What? Well, you know, then Obama came back and he you felt comfortable bringing this out. You can't write some fucking neo soul about the Iraq War. Obviously, D'Angelo felt the same way. Mm. And is that kind We're of invading Iraq. To me, it's like we're going into Afghanistan. Tony Blair lied to you. We're gonna bomb some civilian weddings. Gordon Brown, he lied too. We're gonna fly a lot of drone strikes on innocent people. Bush uh-uh. did 9/11. 9/11, baby. I am not Ghislaine Maxwell. You see. We we should go back in time and start a <laughs> plastic so uh, political band. This is, or there's a gap in the market there. Clearly, all the other fucking neo soul artists were having a ten year break. I don't know what the Daniel fuck they Daniel would have us killed, <laughs> and that's not the first time in my life I've nixed a plan because I, of that. I've got to get through this. Is actually about the Iraq War. It's about breaking into our schools and drinking our brains. It's about Just... it's about the the troops withdrawal tactics from from Afghanistan. 
But th- right, so so you took ten years off. As you do. As you do. I'd love to take ten years off. Would you? No, I took one year off and I hated it. Yeah, exactly. But he was having a lot of sex and meeting women and traveling the world. Right. So that probably would have been good. I, I was guess. just sitting jacking off and walking in the park. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> He, I, just to be clear, um, MacArthur Boyd is not talking about uh, lockdown. Um, <laughs> this is a pre-COVID career no, choice. No, 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 no. Anyway, <laughs> so he's taken l- almost a decade off, mm. and you're like, okay. Well, I love, I love that Marvin Gabbin where he really, you know, here, my dear. Yeah, you know, yeah. He's using soul, but it's so interesting because no one's ever done an album like that talking about those topics, but in the soul lineage. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, okay, well, if he's coming back after 10 years, he's probably got some shit to say. Yeah. And then the first two songs are both that old hack thing of, your love is like a drug. I'm addicted. I'm jonesing for you. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm going cold turkey on your love. And it's like, that is the oldest fucking trick in the book, bro. Yeah, what have you been doing this last 10 years, bro? <laughs> Jacking it and going for a walk in the park, but sounds it. He um he he has been quite specific to say that they're, that they're not actually fuck jams that they're songs about love not about lust. This is a breakup album as well. He said on Hot ninety seven, very funny interview on Hot ninety seven. Did you see it? No. What's so, Hot ninety seven? Hot ninety seven is a radio station, uh, kind of African American radio station right, in America. Okay. I haven't seen the first ninety six. Oh, look it. And um, the woman interviewing him, she's like the big uh, personality on it, uh, mm. the host. And she's like, oh, I don't know if you remember, but um, in the 90s, I said on the radio that I didn't fancy you when everybody did fancy you. And you sent me a message saying, if you, if you think I can't change your mind, why don't you go for a drink with me? That's fucked up. You think that's cool? She, well, then she was like, I was totally, that was my plan. What? She was nagging him. She negged him live on air. Live. He fell for it. Yeah, and he's like, oh my God. And he's got his head in his hands. He's like, I can't believe that. Right. And then he sent a message and did they go on a date and presumably do the bad thing? They didn't go on it. <laughs> um, he's just quite a boring dude, isn't he? Very boring guy. Um, um, yeah, there's some like, look, that, um, yeah. I just want him to say something mad. Yeah. See, when we're talking about uh, Kendrick's verse on Scissor, mm-hmm. and he's like, good pussy, be so facetious. <laughs> we were making fun of that. Well, what? I mean, that's never left my head. I don't think there's a single line in this where I'm like, oh, pretty wings. See, when you talking about how good pretty her wings pussy are. pussy can be so facetious. Do you know? Look, there's some, like, the bits I like are, um, the there's a song near the end called Playing Possum, which has, like, some incredible fucking... Trumpet solos and shit. You love your brass. I do love my brass. And this guy's got a brass neck. <laughs> Fucking. The last track's pretty cool as well. It's like an instrumental proto techno jam. Yeah, it's called Phoenix Rise. And it is, uh, according to Maxwell, a dedication to all the musicians on the album. Oh, wow. So that's quite cool. Um, look, uh, it, look, I. The John May. He is like John Mayer, but not. He's nowhere near as. He's not lame. No. John Mayer's super lame. Have you seen the music videos for the hits, for the singles on this, though? No, I don't know. Right, okay. So I can't remember if it's Bad Habit or Pretty Wings. But he's in Bad his... Habit, by the way, is the one that goes, She's a naughty girl with a bad habit. 
Bad Habit for Drugs. No, that's a different song. Oh, okay. So the music video, I think it's for Bad Habit, maybe for Pretty Wings, but he's in his beautiful furnished apartment with white walls, white floor, white everything, grand piano. He gets an envelope in the post. He's like, huh? Opens it up. There's a key. Whoa. He turns around to the, the woman he's with, and then their relationship goes in fast forward. He sneaks off into the town, and he, there's a woman who's a bad habit. It's a bad habit. And, uh, you know, they kind of push up against each other and stuff. Nothing on the uh, Boys to Men video where they're like security people. Yep. You know, that was, that was one of the best things I've ever seen. That was one of the best films I've ever seen. So, what was the key for? Never comes up again. That's fucked up. Maybe I just didn't make it to the end of it and I did tell you, but boring as fuck. You'd fucking, you can't. There's a lot in his videos, a lot of him wearing a jacket with no shirt and then him like standing on a balcony. A lot of stuff like that. So um, prior to his hiatus, he had the big fro, big sideburns. Um, And then on this comeback, he's like shaved his head and he's like, I'm serious now. It's like, bro, you look so much better with the sideburns. Yes. uh, That's what the woman on Hot 97 was saying. And he said something. I was going to flick through my notes. He said, and I quote, it was liberating. <laughs> Worth the wait. <laughs> Maxwell, real way with words, that motherfucker. Do you know, it's just like, do you know, it's just like, um, he's got no sense of humour, this boy. He is humourless. Yeah. Which actually is very unsexy. It's, it's that Ryan Gosling in Drive style of sexiness where it's like, Come on, you're sexless. You're just like a walking, posing. He's good at driving that boy, though. No, he stomps that person's head in for love. That's sexy. In Glasgow. But it is humorless. Uh, you know, I, don't, I, don't, I feel like you're being really unfair to Ryan Gosling and Drive. All right. With that, because he's got a jacket with a scorpion on it. That's funny. Do you think he thinks it's funny? I, I think th- Maxwell would wear that jacket. I think he would have it, but in the back it's like this gender symbol with the arrow pointing up. Um, was there anything that you w- want to praise about this this album? It's great. Really? Ish. No. Well, there's bits of it where you're like, here's a, here, here's why it didn't click with me. I think I remember having a conversation with a friend of mine when we were sixteen. Mm. The Frightened Rabbit album, Winter of Mixed Drinks, had just came out, and there's a single on it called Nothing Like You. I saying this female friend of mine, right? Oh yeah. Uh, I was like, see, when you listen to this song, she was like, I love that, Nothing Like You. And I'm like, but the lyrics are like, this girl, she was nothing like you. I'm like, when you listen to that, are you the guy? Or are you the girl who's singing about? And she was like, oh, I don't know. And it's like, sometimes I wonder how people fit themselves into when they're listening to a song. Most people don't have main character syndrome like that. Where where like, the song is it's just a song. It's not necessarily about, they don't have to put themselves into it. Right. Okay. It's like when fucking Michael Bublé covered all those Christmas songs, uh-huh. and he's like so scared of like him being in, in the song and <laughs> people's interpretation of him that instead of singing Santa Baby, he changed the word to Santa Buddy. Santa Buddy, I'm not gay for Santa tonight. It's like, bro, you can say baby, no one thinks you're gay for Santa. No, sure, and you can divorce you know people from songs, but to me, when I'm listening to this. Uh, I'm not like that with women to the point where I can go up to them and go, oh, 
I'm addicted to you. And, right. Yeah. You know, so I am. I'm a very powerful sexual energy. Yeah. And I know that. Right. That's why I wondered why you didn't click with it. <laughs> so when I'm listening to this, it's like he's singing to me. So I've got this in my headphones and it's nice. But he's like, pretty wings. Yeah. It's like ASMR. Mm. Was that bit in the first song? It's like, da, da, da. it's like going in different ears. It's like he's kind of darting between my ears. And like, it's like standing behind you, like, and he's giving you an, a, a massage that you've not asked for. And I like it. And he's whispering in either of your ears both times. And I like it, but I don't want to have sex with him. It's yeah, that okay. way. I'm like, I'm loving this message, and I'm tempted. Would you have sex with him? Um. <laughs> <laughs> Let me check my notes. <laughs> what did I write about this? Uh, would I have sex with him? I don't know. I mean, I'm it not. It doesn't seem like much. I laugh. Yeah, and I've, there's also the whole like I'm not attracted to dudes aspect of it. Right. So it's hard for me to. Oh, so now it's main character syndrome for you. <laughs> what you asked me if I wanted to fuck the dude? You and that was talking about my friend, and you're like, "Oh no, everybody puts themselves in the song. Everybody puts themselves in the bed." Well, you asked me. Yeah. <laughs> if you were a amorphous, genderless, you know, you're just a blank slate. Yeah, would I fuck him? Do you find him sexy? I, I think he'd probably be pretty good at sex. Practice makes perfect. Yeah. And this guy's been slinging it. I reckon he knows what he's doing. Hmm. Um, so that's the, there's a tempting side to that but then uh, he's probably got a very good body which would make me feel quite self-conscious I would hate to do that yeah like I remember I used to um, compare uh, a cabaret club in Glasgow mm-hmm. Wild Cabaret on the weekends so it would be no other comedians it would just be like um, acrobats and contortionists and hoopers and we would just share this little dressing room and they would all get changed. <sighs> and they were all just like so incredibly ripped. They have to be. Everyone has like amazing abs. Yeah. And I would get changed to my shitty little shiny jacket. <laughs> and I'd be like just poking my own like flabby belly like, I'm a monster. So I'd feel like that next to him. Yeah. I think when I started this podcast, I I, I really thought one day we're going to get to the point where we literally just discuss whether or not we'd fuck the person. <laughs> We say very little to do with their music. The music's fine. It's good. And actually, I'm hoping that by episode 100, we just 10 minute intro, rate them out of 10 on their looks, choose a song from a, to a, a, the playlist that has no, two, two Metallica songs. And you know what? And there plug is, a fake Patreon. There is an over sexualization of black males in popular culture, so yeah. I don't want, I don't want people who think of me that way. I'm well, just saying he's singing about having sex all the time. Yeah, yeah. He's singing in my ear. I want to have sex with you. Oh, well. Let's go down I'll that make alley. love to you. Like you want me to. Um, right. Uh, Chris, did, did you enjoy an album? In the smallest possible way, yes. Mm-hmm. And like, it was fine. It was fine. I wasn't pissed off by it. Yeah. It was good. Mm-hmm. I think some of his earlier stuff, if you, I mean, I think, I think Urban Hang Sesh could probably, uh, Urban Hang Sweet could probably be on the list, or even Embraer is kind of cool as well. Um, this doesn't seem like his best work. This seems like a real. All the edges have been sanded off. I'm, I mean, it, I'm surprised it's on this. Like, it's it's twelve years old. I wonder, you know, uh, is anyone going to be talking about this album in fifty years? I can't see it. No. I can't see its influence in the last 12 years. It's really, like, if you're listening to a lot of the Neo Soul that's come out in the last 10 years, it sounds a lot different for this. This yeah. is like a, 
a, a, a throwback yeah. to Marvin. Yeah. But I don't think it's in anywhere near. And, you know, Marvin had all this powerful uh, political stuff. Mm-hmm. This has, like, help somebody. And he doesn't go into how you should, uh, like, examples of how it would be good to help people. She's like, help somebody. You're like, come on, bro. Yeah. It's weak. But the music sounds great. Real headphone album. Oh, a lot of different stuff going on. Twinkling instruments. And... The arrangements and the production are good. The musicians are all incredible. His voice is really incredible. Mm-hmm. Uh, just, just, l- lyrically, it's just pretty, pretty dull. Um, and I'm a, a wordsmith linguist. I'm like Noam Chomsky. Mm-hmm. I'm a linguistics professor. Yep. When it comes to my iPhone and the music I listen to on it. So for me, I enjoyed it, but I do not recommend it. How did you feel about it? <laughs> well, if you'd ask me the question. Liam, <laughs> I'm going to ask you a question right now. Very, 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 very similar to the question that you just asked me. Mm. Did you enjoy an album this week? Not really. Okay. You know, I, I was listening to it and it was just... Whilst there was all that stuff that I've said that is positive about it, I was just like, I wish I was listening to something with a bit more bite. Be it Marvin mm-hmm. for, I mean, his lyrical dexterity um, or his, uh, his his engrossing themes mm-hmm. or be it the boys to men for their catchier hooks and more fun general vibes. And a more interesting production style that's dated, but it's fun. Mm-hmm. Whereas this is like timeless yeah. in a very bad way um so sorry maxwell but but not for me but we are going to put a song you know the from the the album on a playlist um the enjoying album playlist we add songs to it every week one song each from the album and a song inspired by our chat about the album christopher what are you going to have this week pretty wings your pretty wings your fly 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 there's a great bit at the end of that song when it goes mm. and then and I think that's where the single would end, but it goes, duh, duh, duh. it comes back in, you're like, fucking, that's a great, well, I, I feel like I might sound schizophrenic this week. It was boring, but it was good. Well. You're like, we are backs with no toms. Great. Right, that's actually really good, yeah. Well, really high quality vanilla ice cream, which I love. No, I don't think it's like vanilla ice cream, I think it's like Weetabix. <laughs> I think you're right. I think it's like Weetabix with vanilla ice cream on top. And you're like, who's this? No, no, no. That's more that's more interesting and exciting than this. Right. This is like a bowl of Weetabix with um semi skimmed milk. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And that's What's your song off the album? Uh, I'm gonna go with Fistful of Tears. Um and again, both on their own, you might like listen to the these songs and you might feel like we're being a bit a bit harsh. Um but I just feel there it's a little bit just mobile phone advert music. I want something to grab me by the throat. Yeah. This isn't a sexual thing. I want somebody to grab me by the throat. I want someone me. to grab me by the throat in a sexual way. Sometimes. But most of the time, when I'm talking about this podcast, it's like, I just want something crazy, something interesting. Not everyone has to be crazy, but just something I go, I've never heard anything like that. Or, yeah. what? Or, yeah. <laughs> you know, even that bit in Jefferson Airplane, where he's talking about his plastic fantastic dildo, I was like, what the fuck's going on here? But or, or, or even like, when we listen to some of these classics, like the fucking The Kinks or The Rolling Stones, it, it, even though we may have heard v- many different versions and stuff inspired by it, it's cool to see, oh right, that's where this comes from. Whereas this is just like, it's, ugh, ugh. My playlist pick this week, I was going to go for, uh, 
a Neo Soul song. Mm-hmm. But it's going to have to be. i got to get through this by Dio Bailey Food. Yes, Clink. I don't want to run away. That's, That's a different, different song. Yeah. Pin both of them on. No, you're not. You do yours for the other one, please. Nope. I'm going to put on um, Notorious B.I.G.'s Big Popper. You said you wanted more hip-hop on the playlist. This is the first... Well, it wouldn't be adverse to Kate Bush, though. He's been pretty keen on that So Yeah, it is cool. And his cover of it is really good. Let's but... agree to put it on. What? Let's agree to put it on as well. Yes. You can't see, but... Um... Okay. Yes. Three what's, that, what's that tweet of the guy looking outside the window? He's got sickos written on his shirt, and he's like, yes, yes. <laughs> that's me agreeing to put on Kate, no, that's Kate me Bush. laughing because you, you put it on it. IRL. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, listen, Maxwell, we're sorry we dug you out so much. You sorry did... for making fun of your dad, Dana. Yeah, you're bro. a good boy, Maxwell. All right, we're just having a laugh. Good sorry luck, for yeah. saying that you had a similar vibe to Glenn Maxwell. So, sorry that you um, took eight years off and came back with nothing uh, more interesting to offer. This is so bang out, man. I liked it, Max. <laughs> Max! <laughs> Maxi! Next week, I don't know if you've heard of these bays, but they are boys. Mm-hmm. Boys to men? No. No. Beach the, boys. The pet shop boys. <laughs> the beach shop boys to the boys. Beach. <laughs> 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 the beach. The Beach oh. Shop Boys to Boys are back with the Beach Boys. <laughs> the Beach Stop Boys, the boys, I mean. Um, the Beach Boys are here with their hit album. Can't remember what it's called, but it's something about surfing, I think. Yeah, okay, cool. Um, thank you so much for tuning in and your continued support. And uh, yeah, we hope you enjoyed the episode and um, we hope you enjoy your week and we hope you enjoy your life. Enjoy now. <laughs>